Episode 32, version 2. I wonder what happened. <laughs> Your best It's funny because we've just done an amazing episode talking about self-esteem and, and a whole bunch of stuff there, which we'll probably go back to in a minute. Um, but there was a technical glitch, which was completely my fault, and I take complete responsibility for it. Um, but but it basically means we've got to do that episode again. And how many times does that happen in life? But what's really interesting, the topic for this, this podcast is all about self-esteem. And people who have high self-esteem take risks. And people who take risks have high self-esteem. But we're going to go one stage further now because people with high self-esteem take 100% responsibility. Have so, to. So we, we might have had a, a minor mishap. In my case, major mishap because now we've got to record all of this again. <laughs> but the concept is that when you have high self-esteem, it's okay to acknowledge you've made a mistake. When you have low self-esteem, you're scared of what people are going to think about you. So you get defensive about your mistakes and you'll know certain people in your lives who whenever they make a mistake get very very defensive and it's everyone else's fault you know it was the airline's fault the plane went without me it was the government that there was so much traffic on the m25 you know and we start going on and on about this but when you have high self-esteem and you take responsibility and you actually think about what am i doing to enhance my own self-esteem your life works well so in 1997, I went to Jack Canfield, who's the co-creator of Chicken Soup for the Soul Books, on a self-esteem workshop. Because I don't do detail, as you'll know, for my monkey status, it was actually called FSS, which was Facilitator Skill Seminar. So he was teaching self-esteem for you to be a self-esteem trainer. Okay. I didn't really realise that at the time. I realised he was going to be teaching people how to use his material. But the workshop really... It was an eight-day workshop in Santa Barbara. And he shared how to use his material. But he did his material to everyone in the room. So you were being trained. And then every so often they say, and if you were in the classroom, or if you were in the business sense, this is how you could do it. So I learned what I originally thought I knew about self-esteem. But because Americans use the word self-esteem in a much different way to us English people, I actually realised that self-esteem is all about yourself and how you feel about yourself. Yep. Now, I'm sure you've got a much better phrase about self-esteem. Well, you know I have, because when we recorded this the first time round, I gave it to you. Um, <laughs> I, was just, I was just setting you up for it. Um, and, yeah, I mean, the, the phrase I love, and I don't know where I first heard this, but it was basically, if you want to increase your self-esteem, do esteemable things. So you're nearly saying that when you feel good about yourself, what can you do to make yourself feel even better for you and for other people. Absolutely. You know, let, let, let's take this from two different directions. If you've got very negative behaviour in your own perception of what a negative behaviour is, how are you going to feel about yourself while you're doing it? And how are you going to act to other people? But, but in particular, how are you going to feel to yourself? Because that's then going to result in more of that negative behaviour, right? Whereas if you've got positive behaviour, and the only person that's judging this is you... But if you feel what you're doing is positive, it's putting good things out into the world, whatever, it makes you feel good about yourself and makes you do it more. If you feel what you're doing is negative and it's causing harm, you'll feel bad about yourself, it makes you do it more. And it's, it's, a, it's almost like a self-perpetuating kind of you know, thing that's in momentum that when it gets going, 
it can be hard to put the brakes on and make it turn the other way, which means that's how we get in downward spirals or how we get loads of things going really well in our lives that lead to loads of things going really well in our lives. You know, it, it's momentum. But what's interesting with self-esteem is that when you can actually praise yourself and acknowledge yourself for doing a great job, and sometimes, you know, I will come home and I will think, I did a really good job, and I'll look in the mirror and think to myself, you know what, you did good, boy. And then some people see that as arrogance. Some people see it as overconfidence. You know, I often talk about, you know, I score myself a lot about how I feel. So pre my operation, and pre my weight loss, I didn't feel good about myself. I then had the shock of having to go back into hospital. I didn't know what I was going to be working in. It affected my self-esteem. And for some people, when you have low self-esteem, the way to help your self-esteem is to eat because it's an instant high, makes you feel better, and then you feel shit about yourself. But that's a separate issue. But when you start praising yourself, looking after yourself first, and this is going to be a hard concept for some people, especially for the dolphins who are listening to this (laughs) podcast, that you need to look after you first. You need to put your own safety mask on first. You know, every... I'm on a plane every minute, it seems. You know, you always get to put your own safety mask on first before you help other people. Yeah, because you can't help anyone else if you're not briefing, right? And, and you can't help anyone else if you don't feel good about yourself. Yep. So the question is now, if you had to mark yourselves out of 10 for self-esteem right now, what mark would you give yourself? Well, here's the question. Do I give myself the same mark as the first time we recorded this? Or actually, do I admit the fact it's gone up a bit because we've been talking about this and I've gone, actually, do you know what, Neil? You're doing all right, mate. So I'd probably say I'm an eight. Okay. So the question I would always ask if I was your coach and trainer, if you're an eight, what needs to happen to get you to an 8.5? Yep. Most people operate between a six and an eight. You know, people with really low self-esteem who've had some massive rejection in their lives sometimes come to me when I'm coaching them as a two and a three. And if I can get them from a three to a four by the end of the seminar or the end of the session, that's a massive jump. Yeah, of course it is. You're not expecting everyone to go from a three to a nine. That's the problem when people mark themselves that, you know, a 25% increase in an hour is massive growth. So for me, you know, with my weight loss, the way I'm feeling about myself, with the bookings that I've had, and you know, I've got a busy June and July, I'm probably at a 9.1, which is probably the highest it's been for about three or four months. What's always interesting is that people just think my life is perfect. You know, I'm on stage and I'm saying, this is what you need to do. We teach what we need to learn the most. Yep. And so right now I'm on a high. You know, I've just come back from walking the dog. And it's interesting, my dog is listening to this podcast. And when you praise a dog, they do more of that behaviour. So if we were to praise ourselves, and we know we feel good with praise, so when was the last time you think you did self-praise? Yesterday. Okay. I had to stop and think for a minute, but yesterday. But you know already, as will anyone that's been listening to this podcast like from the beginning, as in since episode one, um, that I've got a daily practice of gratitude that I sit down and write down things I'm grateful for. Part of that is great, like what I'm grateful for about myself, right? It's not just the things that are in my world, it's the things that are about me. Um, and yeah, I did that yesterday. So, But if you think before you did all that... How often would you have praised yourself? Oh, I used to be—I used to be like the extreme opposite end of this. Okay, I used to walk around with what I would call a massive, fragile ego, as in I—I I, I would tell you it was the best thing on the planet, and I never believed a word of it. 
So I felt fake in everything I did. I felt like I was wearing a mask in everything I did. I didn't know how to be vulnerable with anybody. I didn't know how to show who I really was. I, you know, I, and I didn't like myself as a result. And I had about a decade of my life like that. And it's what's but, been but really. I, I wonder gone. how much of that came from a seminar you went on. When I'm not going to mention any names, someone said to you, "Fake it till you make it." Uh, do you know? I don't know if that if it did come from there. I actually think for me it goes back way further into childhood and having like different groups of friends and feeling I had to impress people and and, and all that kind of stuff. So I mean, I hate the phrase "fake it till you make it." I'm a big fan of operate as if, as in operate as if you know how to do the thing, but don't be fake. You know, if someone says, if someone asks you outright, if you know what you're doing, tell them the truth. No, I'm trying to figure this thing out. Well, that's why I was like that line when someone says, how are you doing? And someone says, fine. That stands for feeling inwardly negative every day. Oh, I know a different version of that. I'm sure you do, <laughs> but I'm not sure that's for our listeners today. Well, it's, so the, the clean version would be fed up, because you change the word fed yeah. if you want to make it like the adult version, but fed up, insecure, neurotic and emotional. Oof, you come up with some much tougher lines than I do. So from a self-esteem point of view for all our listeners, what can they do to enhance their own self-esteem so that they're in a position to support other people as against thinking they just need to support other people? I definitely know that when I feel better about myself, I'm in a better position to support other people. Yeah, of course. How you show up for yourself is going to be reflected in how you show up for everybody else, right? You can't, you know... I'm a big believer, actually, that you can't make a, a positive impact in the world until you make a positive impact on the people you're close with. You know, like if you if in your own home, you're like the biggest arse going and everybody hates you, you will carry that out into the world with you. Now, I'm not saying everyone in your home has to love you 24 hours or like, you know, think you're amazing. They, they probably love you, but they don't necessarily think you're amazing. 24 hours a day, seven days of the week, 365 days of the year. You are going to upset people. You are going to fall out with people. That's normal. But if that's all you ever do, you will carry that out into the rest of the world with you because it will impact how you are in your... It's coming from where you are in yourself. It's coming from where you are in your core. The people closest to you see the real you first, then everybody else sees it. I think that's why I like having a dog. Because as I come in, he just sees with excitement that I'm home and he just loves me for who I am. He's not really worried that I'm five minutes late. He's not worried that I haven't taken him for a walk in that moment. He's just excited and it makes me feel good. He so, probably wants to see you more when you're five minutes late. I will ask him the next time you come here. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the concept for all of us, and I, and I say this a lot, that you know when I look at my self-esteem and when I look at myself and I do the mirror exercise... And if we've spoken about the mirror exercise, I apologise. But looking in the mirror and acknowledging yourself and looking that person in the eye, you know, the Michael Jackson song, The Man in the Mirror. You know, if you listen to, you you know, you actually read the words, that person in the mirror is your true north. Yeah. That's the person you've got to impress. If you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and make a change, right? Oh, see, I knew you know the words better than I would. <laughs> but that is true. You've got to look at yourself. Yeah. And most people don't. Yeah, all change starts with you. And when you start to develop positive things, you know, if you want to keep them, you have to give them away. As in, you have to share the things that you're learning for yourself to actually embed that to a deeper level. Well, that's one of the reasons why we do the podcast. Absolutely. We do the podcast to support other people in getting their dreams met. 
And at the same time, it supports us in getting our dreams met. Absolutely. Every, t- every time we do this, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we both learn stuff every single time we do this. Well, right? you come up with these acronyms and these things that I'm just baffled at. You know, <laughs> it's always a surprise, you know, esteemable things, you know. How cool is that, you know? Uh, come on, if we're talking about surprises, in the last episode, you, you surprised me by saying we're going to do a live event based on this podcast. I didn't know we well, were going to do that. Well, my self-esteem was feeling so good at the time, I thought, let's put it out there. And I think we'll get our 40 people we want because I think what we do is quality and I think that people will trust us to inspire them for them to inspire other people for 2020. Well, exactly. I mean, if, you know, if you're getting value from 12 minutes of this, what are you going to get from, uh, I want to say 12 hours, it might not be quite that long, but... Well, as a monkey, it's definitely not going to be 12 hours. <laughs> it might be from you, but it won't be that from me. <laughs> So, Daddy, you've been talking about Bearshears Starts Here Live. When are you going to do it? That's a good question. Well, Nigel and I, since he dropped it on me as a big surprise, uh, we've been looking at some dates and we think, we think, we've pencilled the 28th of November. It's still subject to confirmation because we've still got to confirm venues and things, but 28th of November is the plan. Yay! But all because I can't come because I'll be in school. And that's annoying. <laughs> so unfortunately Sophie can't make those dates, but if you can and you want to come along, then all you need to do right now is ping a message to either me or Nigel just to let us know your interest. Um, and we'll let you know once more details are confirmed. So send a message either on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, either to me or Nigel directly, or to the Your Best Year Starts Here Best Facebook year page. So here's the question for everyone for the end of this podcast. Whatever number you've given yourself for your self-esteem check today, and whether it's a two or a seven or an eight, can we increase it by at least one whole mark by next month? So two to a three is a massive jump. Eight to a nine is massive because if you're already feeling good, it's great. And what always reminds me is when you used to go to the circus and you'd see the people do the spinning plates on a stick. Yeah. Once the plates are spinning, it doesn't take much to keep them going. So once our plates are spinning and once our self-esteem is high, what do we need to do just to keep it going? Yep. And I think the first thing we need to do is to remind ourselves what we've accomplished, to look in the mirror and know we're good enough, and not to worry that there are some people in the world who don't love us. That's Uh, not our problem. No, it's their problem, right? So... Look forward to seeing you next week. Absolutely. And you know what we have to do on the end of every episode. Tell me. Although actually part of me thinks we might have to put it in the middle somewhere or people might start skipping this bit. But, you know, if you're loving what you're hearing, if you're getting value from this, do us two favours. One, share it with somebody else. And number two, leave us a review. In fact, when I say share it with somebody else, if you got value from this episode, what can you go and teach somebody from this episode? And because I've got such low self-esteem, I'd like a five-star review, please.